not done what about the things he has done what about the help he sent you you don't have a job but you are not begging for food what about that you are not yet where you want to be but you have left where you used to be what about that what about that every day we wake up and we get up and we go out and we come back in what about those who never return what about that hallelujah we give a praise we give a praise we give you all the In your own way, 
go before the Lord and give him thanks for your life. In your own way, go before the Lord and give him praise for his enabling grace, his sustaining grace, his saving grace, his divine help, his divine mercies, his divine support that you have known this year. Lord, I bow my knees before you to thank you for the gift of life. Lord, I see your faithfulness in my life and all I can see is, Lord, I'm grateful. You are the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, my rock and my king. You are my deliverer. You are my shield, my refuge and my fortress. Lord, I have known your faithfulness for your word has not failed in my life, over my children, over our grandchild, over those coming on the way. You have been faithful. You have been merciful and gracious over your people, the flock in this house. Our men, our women, our boys, our girls, our children, our infants, fetuses in the womb. You've been grateful. You've been merciful. You've been gracious. If you were to mark iniquity, Lord, who will stand? But there's forgiveness with you that thou mayest be feared. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Father. And we can never give you thanks enough for all that you have done and all that you are doing in our lives. And so freely we offer our cups of thanksgiving unto you this morning. Accept these hearts of gratitude. Accept these hearts of gratitude. Many times you deliver us and we're not even aware of what you have done for us. How then can we fully comprehend all that you keep doing in our lives? Lord, thank you. Only you can be our father. We are grateful for we have a father like you. Accept our thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated, please. And as we take our seats, can you receive a word from the Lord this morning? I want to be very, very disciplined with time this morning because uh, I'm beginning to carve a brand out for myself and it is not a good brand. But that's some. It's not a good brand because some have started to conclude in their hearts that who is preaching today? Ah, Pastor Tolu, ah, we will close late. See them, they are laughing. They are laughing. They, you see, now that's what I'm saying. So, by the grace of God today, Brother Gwinga, you are one of them. One day we held a meeting in the office, himself and I, and we were planning a service. And we looked at the timing and so on and so on. And I said, uh, and he simply said, <clears throat> I said, what does that <clears throat> mean? You know, if you are from this part of the world, when, when, this part of our nation, especially when you hear, mm -hmm, you know, it's loaded, it's pregnant with meaning. So, Olusha, why did you go and sit down? So, Brother Gwinga, once it is um, five minutes to 11, come and make noise on your keyboard. Come and make noise. How many people remember the definition of noise? 
unwanted sound. Come and make noise on the keyboard when it is five minutes. If you need help, Ade will help you. Brother Toby will help you with the trumpet as well so that I can put the microphone down when it is 11. Lord, help me. Okay, so today I want to share what I've titled Dynamics for Relevance. Dynamics for Relevance. Dynamics for Relevance. Dynamics for Relevance. When you hear dynamics, it's talking about factors, talking about um, uh, uh, um, forces that make things happen. So the real issue is relevance. What does it mean to be relevant, to be a person of significance? When something is relevant, that thing has bearing on something that is major. It has an effect potentially to make something happen. It is something of relevance. Amen. So when you are a person of relevance, you are a person of significance. When something is of relevance, that thing matters. That thing matters to what is going on. So everything that is relevant matters where it matters. Anyone that is relevant matters where it matters. So you as a child of God must matter where it matters. When you matter where it does not matter, you become a misfit. You must matter where it matters. I need someone to say that with me this morning. I must matter where it matters. Not because I want to make a name for myself, but rather because I want to be relevant in what's happening. Because life should be about being constructive and progressive. Or shall I say in life, we must be progressively constructive. Hallelujah. Society is the way it is today because... Some things, negative things, have been accepted as right in our nation. So when some people spied the answer the other time, and the anchor, by the way, help me to put your hands together for that anchor of ours. Thank you for being a, a wonderful anchor this morning. But where are the prizes? All those songs that we sang, the prizes are coming. She said she would give us handshake. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hallelujah. But she said something. Uh, we said some people spied, and we said, she said, okay, uh, electoral uh, malpra malpractice, do we go to court? And some people say, if you go to court, no evidence. You know, that's so rampant in our society today. Is that not so? And evil appears to be thriving in the land. But I can tell you this. The Bible says the triumph of the wicked is short. The reign of evil cannot be forever in our nation. A time will come when things will change. Except God is not a righteous judge. Do you agree with that? But the Moses said all of his friends have left. I said this matter is a serious matter. But the Moses, I'm your friend though. Me, I'm, me, I'm here. Where is he? He has stepped out. Oh, it's downstairs. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Amen. So it can't be all of your friends. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when you matter, where it matters, you are said to be relevant. 
May you be a child of relevance. May you be a person of relevance. Listen, don't seek prominence, rather seek relevance. Make that your goal in life. Never seek prominence, rather seek relevance. So that when you are not there, you are mixed. When you are not there, you are felt because you are relevant. You are part of those that make things happen. Amen. Do you know something about the man that is relevant? The man that is relevant is never out of season. The man that is relevant is never out of season. He's never out of season. That is, he's always in bloom. He's always flourishing. He's always green. He's relevant. The Bible talks about the man who is planted by the rivers of living waters. He said, whatever he doeth prospers. And his fruit is always fresh. He bringeth forth his fruit in season. He's never out of season. The man of relevance. Hallelujah. So Daniel was never out of season. Why? Daniel was relevant. Do you know that Daniel survived not less than four kings? Some say five kings. But basically... Basically, we see four kings, especially in the book of Daniel. Amen. Daniel survived the four kings. He served four kings. He was relevant to four kings. He started with Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar at times is called Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. He started with Nebuchadnezzar. He went on with Belshazzar. His own Babylonian name was Belteshazzar. Never you ever confuse Belteshazzar that was Daniel's Babylonian name with Belshazzar who survived Nebuchadnezzar. Are we still together now? Hallelujah. So Daniel was relevant to Nebuchadnezzar. He served him. He was relevant to Belshazzar. He served him. He was relevant to Darius. Darius, the king of the Medes. Darius won. He served him. He was relevant to Cyrus, the king of Persia, who took over from Darius. Cyrus too. He was relevant to him. Hallelujah. Four kings. If you want to go with those who are saying five, there was one king called Evil Merodach. Have you seen that before your Bible? Evil Merodach. Okay. Some have not seen it. Okay. Then let's not talk about him. Hallelujah. That man served four kings. He was relevant to four kings. One king died. His reign ended. The next king needed him. That one died. His reign ended. The next king needed him. That one died. His reign ended. The next king needed him. What was happening? What was going on about him? He was relevant. He carried value that made him relevant. Child of God, are you aware of the value you carry that will make you relevant to your world, to your office, to your locality, to your community, to your profession? Are you aware of the value you carry? Or you are just a number? Or you are just a nuisance? Even a nuisance has value. Because we talk about nuisance value. True or false? True or false now? Dynamics for relevance. The person of relevance never goes out of season. In Daniel chapter 5, we see the place where the mother of the king, the mother of Belshazzar said, ah, this problem you are having, there's only one person who can help you solve that problem, and that one person is Daniel. So a person of relevance is a problem solver. What problems have you been solving where you are? What problems have you been preferring solutions to in your corner? Or do you keep adding to the problems... Amen. Daniel chapter 5 from verse 8. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was the king Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were asked on it. Now the queen, the mother of that king, now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house, and the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There's a solution, in other words. So the, the king 
must have been eager, very attentive. What is my mother trying to say? There is an answer to this problem. What can the answer be? The magicians, the enchanters, the astrologers, they don't have an answer. What can the answer be? Verse 11. There is a man in thy kingdom. There is a man. There is a man. There is a man. She wasn't even referring to God. She was trying to a man. God has put some things in some men that are the answers to some of the problems we're having. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you know, Nigeria, chiefly, our problem is leadership. Do you agree with that? We have a system, or over the years, the system has evolved such that the best don't get there. Somebody outside the country years ago said, a foreigner in that country looked at him and said, ain't you from Nigeria? He said, yes, I'm from Nigeria. He said, you are very smart. I know you. I know your wealth. I know what you stand for. He said, but I saw your president on television the other day. He didn't look smart at all. If you have people like you in Nigeria, how come it's people like them that are your presidents? This guy said he was embarrassed. So we have a system that throws up not the best as the leaders because something is flawed. F-L-A-W-U-E-D. Something is flawed in our nation. But there is a man. Someone said there is a man. And I am that man by the grace of God. I am that man by the grace of God, a man of relevance. I'm that man. Dynamics for relevance. <laughs> so there is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, that is Nebuchadnezzar, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. We can read the rest of, of, the rest of the story up to verse 17 because of time. You know, I said, it should make noise when it is five minutes to 11. It's because of gist, gist, gist that all the time will go. So today, no gist. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> a man of relevance is never out of season. Praise the Lord. Those who are relevant are never out of reckoning. We must reckon with them. Amen. We will always need them. A person of relevance is never out of reckoning. <laughs> they may not like you, <laughs> but they will always need you. Imagine, you become a necessary evil. Evil, quote and unquote. They don't like you, but they need you. The brothers of Jephthah did not like Jephthah. In actual fact, what did they do to Jephthah? They drove him out of the house. I believe that story is in Judges 11. They drove him out of the house. Why? Because they said he was born by a concubine. That is, the mother of Jephthah was not a wife of their father. And so all the other brothers drove the boy out and they said, you, you don't have an inheritance here. Go away. Your mother was never married to our father. She was just a concubine. I, we cannot split the inheritance of our father with you by implication. That was the meaning of the action they took. But do you know when the enemies came against the, the people of the land, the people of Ephraim, the brothers of Jephthah, they said, who can deliver us from these enemies? They went to look for him that they had driven away. They said, Jephthah, Jephthah, Jephthah. A brother, what? He said, what did you say? You know, all that is not in the Bible. He said, what did you say? They said, ah, uh, you're our brother. No, you drove me away. Ah, uh, you're our brother. The enemies have come. We need your help. And uh, he said, on one condition. If you'll agree that I will reign over you and be captain over you. They said, <laughs> before, uncle, you are the captain. The stone the builders 
have rejected has become the chief cornerstone. The Bible says this is the Lord's doing. And it is what? Marvelous in our sight. Praise the Lord. So when you are a person of relevance, you are never out of reckoning. They may not like you, but they will always need you. Amen. And because of that, they don't have a choice. They have to be pleasing unto you. They have to follow your terms. Amen. Ahab, the king of Israel, did not like one prophet called Micaiah, the son of Imla. Remember that story. That story is in 1 Kings chapter 22, from verse 5 to 8. Let's quickly read. I wonder how Jehoshaphat finally lined up with a king like Ahab. You know, they had an alliance. Not once, at least twice we see in the Bible, Jehoshaphat forming an alliance with Ahab. Ahab was an evil king. But you know what brought them together? They were in-laws. They were in-laws. Okay. Second, uh, first Kings 22, 5 to 8. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Because all he saw didn't look convincing. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramad Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And he said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of a king. See Jehoshaphat. He was a righteous king. He could know left from right. He knew good from evil. He knew true from false. Look at verse 17. And Joshua said, is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides? Some of us easily we are deceived. Some of us easily we are taken for suckers. Somebody comes and says something, you believe, and you say, yeah, it's true, and you kneel down and say, pray for me. The, the, that man did not even brush his teeth this morning. I asked him to pray for you. And he lays his hands up, upon you. You don't even know where it's coming from. How, for goodness sake, why is it that some of us are gullible? Amen. And people like those places where they are deceived, unfortunately. You know, human beings, the sons of men, prefer darkness to light. Why is that so? Why must we prefer darkness to light? The light is always beautiful. I don't see beauty in darkness. I don't see beauty in darkness. Joseph had said, is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? Verse 8, and the king of Israel said unto Joshua, there is yet one man, Micaiah, son of Imla, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him. But I hate him. For he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Was Micaiah always prophesying evil concerning Ahab? He was always prophesying what the Lord put in his mouth. It was now left to Ahab to see whether what he was saying was good as far as he was concerned, or bad. But all the same, they, sent, they still sent for Micaiah, the son of Imla. They will send for you. They may not like you, but if you're a person of relevance, they will always need you. Hallelujah. They will always need you. Be a person of relevance. Mm, be a person of relevance. Another thing is this. A person of relevance is never out of pocket. When you're a person of relevance, you will never be out of pocket. You will never be out. You know what it means to be out of pocket? To be poor. To be in lack. To be in want. To be in need. Not to have sufficient. When you're a person of relevance, you will always have. You will always enjoy provision. There will always be supply. Why? People pay for value. People pay for value. Basically, Toothpaste is toothpaste. 
Why would you want Colgate? And another person wants Pepsodent. And another want, wants be successful, be important, use McLean's toothpaste. I mean, remember that advert. What, what happened to our country? Remember Joy Girl? Joy Girl. A generation does not know what we're saying now. Hallelujah. And you know, today's generation does not watch television again. In your house, you, you might discover you are the only one who watches television. What do they want to do with your television? They don't, and your man with television, they, say, they just look at themselves, they look at you, they don't give you an answer. When you say, don't you watch television? Just what, what is that saying? <laughs> television. You want to watch CNN and listen to Donald Trump's story. Amen. Why would you buy Colgate? Why would I buy Pepsodent? Why would you buy a Sensodyne or something? It is because there is a value you are looking for in each product. Hallelujah. Some people, the value consideration is money. Which, is the cheap, which one is the cheapest? Which one is the cheapest? This one is 250. The other one is 375, you know. And then there is one 150 made in China. Give me that one. Let's try it. Hey, that's why you, your mouth has been smelly. <laughs> Freaks the Lord. But you pay for what? Value. You don't necessarily pay for the product. You pay for value. You drive a BMW. You drive a Mercedes-Benz. I am a BM person. I don't like Mercedes-Benz. Amen. Why? The value I get in the BMW is not the value you are getting from your Benz. And the value you get from your Benz is not what I'm getting from my BM. Everybody has his own value likes and dislikes and preferences. But what we pay for essential is what? Value. Hallelujah. The feeling behind the BMW is the, the, the driving. And when you drive a Toyota, you will know, we ah, oh, move, but it's moving, but hallelujah. And in case you are looking at me and saying, Pastor, I don't even have a bicycle. Ah, the God we serve is a God of progressive revelation. And it costs him nothing, believe me, to visit you materially. They don't ride bicycles in heaven. They don't ride a BMW in heaven. It's here on earth. Augustam, it's here on earth. Praise the Lord. I am a testimony of what the word of God can do in a man's life. Stay with God's word. Be faithful. Hallelujah. And see the Lord transform you. Some will be wondering. Don't look at a man from where you see him. Go and find out where he started from. Praise the Lord. And then compare that with where you are looking at him now. And see the transformation that has taken place in that man's life over the years. That is how to do an evaluation. One of our sisters was talking about an evaluation the other time. That is how to do an evaluation. Praise the Lord. And every man is work in progress. Nobody here has arrived. Well, some of us have not arrived. Some of us, because some people have arrived. At 80, Moses just began. So, those who are our septuagenarians in the house, you have not arrived though. You are not at your destination as far as God is concerned. He started with Moses at 80. For another 40 years, that man was busy. 40 years at the age of 80. The calibration of time as recorded in the Bible is the calibration of time even now. Amen. So one year of the Bible is one year of now. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Aha. Uh -huh. So 80 years. Imagine 80 years and the man now was in the full bloom of his ministry. He was relevant at 80. May you be relevant in old age. The Bible says, uh, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. They shall grow like the cedars of Lebanon. They that be planted in the house of our God shall flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they shall be fat and flourishing. It's not fat as in orau. It's not fat as in being obese. It's talking about being fresh and evergreen. That's how some traditions put it. Being fresh and evergreen. May you be fresh and evergreen in old age. May your knees not lack strength in old age. We speak life to every muscle and bone and, and system in your body in the name of Jesus. Every organ. Hallelujah. So that in our old age we are still relevant. Amen. Because some people, Baba were there for down. Baba, Baba Sale. I'm trying to look for an English word for that. Like Godfather kind of person. Baba Saleh. He's old right now. But they still have to consult him before they, they take decisions. So who told you that you cannot be relevant in old age? Who told you you cannot be Baba Saleh? Hallelujah. Before Oral Roberts died, Oral Roberts was Baba Saleh in the kingdom. Dr. Oral Roberts. Yeah. Those people... You know, there was a time the budget of Orarobos University was much more than the budget of Federal Republic of Nigeria. And that was a private university, owned by one man, done by the government. Hmm. Those who are relevant are never out of pocket. Those who are relevant are never out of pocket. May you never be out of pocket. In other words, they never lack Back to the story of Daniel that we just mentioned. Daniel chapter 5. When he finally showed up before Belshazzar. And Belshazzar said, are you Daniel? Are you the one who has the answer to my problems? He said, yes. The Lord will give you the answer to the problems you want. He said, tell me. And I'm going to promote you. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. He said, keep your gifts. I don't need your gifts. Let's read. Daniel chapter 5, 25. And this is the writing that was written. So Daniel proceeded to interpret the king's writing. This is the writing that was written. Mene, mene, tekel, ufasen. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mene, God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Peres, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. 29, then commanded Belshazzar and they clothed Daniel with scarlet. And put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. And Darius the Median took the kingdom, being about 62 years old. What happened? After the king still went ahead and he still honored Daniel, like he said, based on the interpretation. And Daniel did not refuse it. Did you see that? He did not refuse it. And he was in the position of the third ruler in the land that same night. We call that night, theologians call that night the, the night of a drunken stupor. Because that night Belshazzar was praising the gods of gold and silver. And then he saw the handwriting on the wall. That night he died. That night a new king arose. And that new king inherited the man of relevance in the kingdom. Who was that man? Daniel. So that's how Daniel walked with Darius, the meat. And after Darius died, he walked with Cyrus. So I said four kings the other time. Relevance. 
Joseph, a slave boy. Joseph, a prisoner. Joseph, one day, became prime minister in the land. Joseph, from prison, one day, before going to bed that same day, they began to say, bow the knee to Joseph. Same day. Meaning it doesn't change, it doesn't take God time to change your story. Can I say that again? It doesn't take God time to change your story. May he change your story supernaturally. But you must be consistent in staying in your place. Joseph stayed where God put him. Whether it was in prison, he stayed there faithfully. In Potiphar's house, he stayed there faithfully. He had options. He had a choice. He could have gotten down with Mrs. Potiphar. And he, the best he would have been in life was to be the chief servant in the house of Potiphar. Praying and hoping that Potiphar will not discover that he's been having an affair with his wife. Because then it is death. Kaput. Finito. Hallelujah. Who is with me up till now? So Joseph was a man of relevance and he was not out of pocket. Let's read. Genesis chapter 45. I'm mindful of time. In case you are looking at the time, the clock in front of me says 12 minutes to 11. So I still have 12 more minutes. Because some people are saying we will see. Yes, you will see. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm not even halfway with the message, you, but don't worry. 11. Hallelujah. Even Sister Bolanle will be proud of me. Ah, my greatest critique in this church is Sister Bolanle. She will watch every service. What you said the other time. And she says, ah, you talk too much. I said, Genesis 45, verse 8. So it was God who sent me here, not you. Joseph addressing his brothers. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he's the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh. Relevance. Relevance. From faithfulness. Relevance. The manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt because of relevance. The manager of the palace and then the governor of all Egypt. He was wearing two caps. He was chief of staff to Pharaoh and then he was overall governor over the whole of Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says, God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen where you can be near with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and everything you own. And I will take care of you there for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise you, your household and all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, look, you can see for yourself, and so can my brother Benjamin, that I am really Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you have seen, and then bring my father here quickly. He was saying, there's proof. There's proof of my greatness. There's proof. I have authority. I have riches. I will look after you. The family will still last for another five years. Go and tell my father that I'm alive, and I'm in a position to help. 
And he knew his father would not just come alone. The father will come with all the wives of the brothers, the, all the children, the grandchildren. They're coming. He said, I'm ready for you. There's more than enough. God has blessed me because of relevance. Hallelujah. Who knows? Maybe you are the librator of your lineage. Did you hear what I said? Who knows? Maybe you are the librator of your lineage. Who knows? Who knows? The destinies that hang upon your shoulders. Who knows? And don't miss it because of the piece of bread that you are being offered now. And you miss an eternity of greatness and glory. Don't miss it. Praise the Lord. So the dynamics of relevance, take this as part one. I still have uh, three minutes before, five to eleven. But I want to stop here so that we can pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't, don't appreciate me. I'm appreciating myself. <laughs> Don't worry. Hallelujah. Can we please rise? Can we please rise? Can we please rise? What has struck you the most in this short message that you just heard? What has struck you the most? What has struck you the most? A person of relevance is a person of value. Are you a person of value? Are you a person of relevance? Do you seek relevance or do you seek prominence? They are different. When you seek prominence, you are looking for power. You are looking for control. You want to be heard. You want to be seen. You want to be known. No, 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 no. Let your work speak for you. Let the value you carry speak for you. Let your skills, your ability, your talents speak for you. Yes. Be a person who is constructive and progressive. Amen. Amen. Say, Lord, help me to be relevant in my generation. Grant me grace to be faithful where you have placed me. Open my eyes to see the nature of your call upon my life. There is a unique call of God upon every individual. As we stand to our feet, as we pray, commit yourself unto the hands of the Lord. That in the journey of life, you will not miss it. In the journey of life, you will, you will not make a wreck of your, of your future, of your destiny. In the journey of life, your hands will remain in the hands of God. And you will allow him to lead you all through life. Lord, in the journey of life, I will not miss it. Lord, in the journey of life, I will not make a mistake. I put my hands in your hands, O oh God, that you will lead me on by the power of your spirit. I receive grace to remain a person of value so I ask you Lord add unto me Lord add unto me add skill unto skill for me add revelation unto revelation for me add insight unto insight for me add knowledge unto knowledge for me Lord increase me in all that is good and godly pray for yourself ask him to increase you to increase you in your gifts in your talents in your skills in your abilities to increase you Ask him to enlarge your borders, to enlarge your territory. Lord, I ask you to enlarge my borders. Lord, I ask you to enlarge my territory. Lord, I ask you to increase my greatness in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to show me your glory. Lord, show me your glory in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to help me to be a voice in my generation. A voice, Lord God, to my generation. Lord, I ask you to anoint me, to be an extension of your mouth, to anoint me to be an extension of your reach in the name of Jesus help me Lord I pray help me Lord I pray and thank you Father we're going to cut off whatever is a hindrance we're going to cut off whatever is a suggestive alternative from the devil that may want to make you derail cut them off cut off every, every lie and deception of the devil cut them off cut off 
every every temptation from the pit of hell at the place of prayer cut them off Lord we cut off every distraction of hell Lord we cut off every temptation of the devil Lord whatever the devil is offering as an alternative to that which is your counsel we cut it off over the lives of men and women and boys and girls in the name of Jesus sin is never an alternative sin is never an alternative we turn our backs to sin Lord the cross of Jesus is before us the world is behind us and the world loses its, its allure, his attractiveness to us for we are consumed with the passion of a cross thank you father thank you father oh you are good and your mercies endure forever no one here will die young no one here will die unfulfilled if that bears a cord with your spirit then pray for yourself and tell the Lord I will not die young I will not die unfulfilled I will not die unsung in the name of Jesus Christ Yeshua Lord I will not die young I will not die unknown I will not die unfulfilled in the name of Jesus I will not die unsung I live longer, I live stronger, I flourish in my day and time, I'm relevant in my generations and beyond my generation. In the name of Jesus, so I receive grace to stand, grace to abide, grace to abound, grace to overflow. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I ask for the reign of your comfort the reign of your glory the reign of your refreshing the reign that brings soothing the reign of your transformation let it fall upon every man let it fall upon every woman let it fall upon every boy and girl in the house let the rains of healings begin to pour. Let there be healings where there was sickness and infirmity. Let there be deliverance where there was oppression and affliction. Let there be liberty and laughter where there was gloom and darkness before. In the name of Jesus. Everyone under the sound of my voice. I come to announce to you a new day. By the spirit of a living God. A new day. So enter into new seasons, seasons hallmarked by grace and strength and help and favor and open doors and open heavens in the name of Jesus. Now pray that your love for the Lord will yet increase, your fear of the Lord will yet abound in the name of Jesus. Your understanding of his divine will will increase. And Christ will always be number one in every life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I have a minute to go. If you are saying, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. So that you can give your heart to Jesus. Just raise up your right hand. You may be seated if you want to sit. All eyes shut, all heads bowed. Let everybody be praying for himself. But if you are saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. And I need you to pray for me. It will be my pleasure. Just raise up your right hand because I have uh, just a minute more. Just raise up your right hand to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. I see a child there. 
see how they can find more help to attend yes they can find you me as well yes you are saying pastor I want to be born again whether you are up on the gallery makes no difference or down here if you are raising the hand raise it now and I will know who I am to pray for because he will accept you listen he's God already he can't be better God cannot be better and Jesus remains the high priest of better things he makes things better but he cannot be better because he's excellent already but we can be better and he will make you better if you need to come to him now please do so with a raise of your hand so that I will know who I'm to pray for I don't see any hand except the child please help us to pray for that child let's not take them for granted thank you very much